The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Maybe, you know, he's had an issue with Sammy. Maybe that had something to do with it. 
really wish you wouldn't speculate like that, Cole. about your TikTok, you're so obsessed with time. Time is running out for you, and the only countdown you need to worry about is three, two, one, lights out. EO, Sky, Dakota Kai, Bailey, damage control, a three-on-one assault now of Raquel Rodriguez, who remember really is on one leg here. And it's Shotzi. And Shotzi taking out Dakota Kai. Wait a minute. Is Shotzi coming to the aid of Raquel? Seems to be the case. Oh, Shotzi, obviously, some respect for Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, no. The monster of the monsters. Now that's the way. To walk the runway. My God, the pond in Anaheim hasn't seen impact like that since the days of George Peros. Oh. is getting those hands. Swap. So much for the back to school collection. You know, Brock Strowman told you on your After the Bell podcast this week that he's built different. Literally, Strowman is amped up, excited, proud to be back where he belongs, back home, as he declares it, in WWE, and the monster among men is dominating. He told you that uh, people are gonna witness the biggest, baddest SOB ever, and Braun Strowman showing us why. No lies detected. Oh! No, Mansois in uh, deep, deep trouble here. Oh, last time Mansois experienced this, he got stuck in a locker. Powerbomb! <laughs> Almost drove him through the ring. And Madcap gonna make Sammy Zayn pay. Sammy running for dear life. And Sakoa with a kick to Madcap. Again, the distraction by Sami Zayn. Solo Sokoa says that's it. Oh, the Spinning solo cover, it's over. 
Imperium trying to make something happen. Double team. This might do it. By Buster. Knee by Kaiser. Tag made. Kaiser's legal. But wait, wait. And there's the elbow uh, the and the power bomb. Ridge Holland just made the tag. That was the Imperial bomb, but Holland made is the tag. Legal. Ridge is legal. The play The tree trunk nearly oh! 400 pounds flattened by Strowman, and here comes the master, Chad Gable. Oh, Gable just out of survival alone, trying to attack Braun Strowman. That didn't go too well. I guess they didn't teach that in a in his school. Otis now driving Strowman into the corner, and now Otis unloading on the monster among men. Again, Strowman driven into the corner. And Chad Gable directing traffic for the Alpha Academy. Strowman squashed again. Look at this. Look at the power of Otis with a world's strongest slam to Strowman. Strowman's down. Oh. Is he? Well, was. Nothing that I say is going to make you respect me. So I'm going to have to do what I've done my whole entire career and earn it. But the only way that I can do that is to beat you again. So when I defend my championship against you October 8th at Extreme Rules, I want you in an Extreme Rules match. You want an Extreme Rules match with me. <laughs> it's your funeral. I have taken the liberty of setting up a press conference tomorrow in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Roman Reigns, if you're man enough, you'll show up and meet me face to face. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back with the bloodline in tow. All I care about is right now, right here, at this moment, you make this smart decision of picking a fight with someone else. Come on, Paul, you're a promoter. You get this, you know how this works, and I know you know how great this could be. By the way, it's just a press conference. It's just a press conference. What are you guys so afraid of? 
because I see a lot of Samoans and one Sami Zayn and one Paul, and I can't understand why you're so afraid. Are you afraid that at the press conference that I might challenge Roman Reigns? And that that challenge would be for the title? Now, assume that happened. You'd assume Roman would probably smash me. And you're probably right. But what if he doesn't? What if I land that one lucky shot on Roman Reigns? Because that's all it takes. One lucky shot. And I drop your tribal chief like a sack of potatoes. talk about Saudi Arabia, we need to talk about Crown Jewel, and we need to talk about the biggest spectacle that will be happening on November 5th in Saudi Arabia, when Roman Reigns will take on Logan Paul. For the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It will be a match like no other. It will be a spectacle like no other. It's time that you take your supermodel girlfriend and your TikTok account and your Instagram account and your Twitter account and YouTube your ass on out of Press Vegas. conference. Hey, Roman, why is your mouthpiece talking for you? You said four words and you're standing behind him. Why don't you stand up and say something? What are you doing, Paul? Sit your ass down. And I'm here right now to save your ass. Leave while you can. Because the beating that Roman Reigns put on you won't be the easy time that Floyd Mayweather gave you. Not my boy, he's my tribal chief. He's my tribal chief. Hey, Roman. This is my sport. This is my industry. It took me a little while to find it as I came of age as an entertainer, as a performer. I kind of found my home in the WWE. And that's why I called out the GOAT immediately. It's what I do. And Roman Reigns, you might be the tribal chief. You might be the head of the table. And this might be your sport. But Crown Jewel is my match. Just like I said on my podcast, 
Crown Jewel, November 5th, Saudi Arabia, is my match. Roman Reigns, you are the head of the table. But brother, in every industry I ever do, I am the table. And Roman Reigns will acknowledge me on November 5th. There's no doubt that this guy's done a, a hell of a job, but it's very simple. He's had two matches. I've been the champ for over two years. When he first came to the, to the WWE, I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was a great opportunity for both sides. This man has over 30 million followers, and what he's doing right now is he's bringing them all to his tribal chief. Logan, you could be on any show that I main event for the rest of my career. I appreciate you and the following that you bring. You could be the third match on any card any single day. You understand me? But the fact that he wants to step up to the main event, ladies and gentlemen, let me teach you a little lesson here. You need to crawl before you walk. Walk before you run. And once you've figured out how to run, then maybe one day you'll be able to fly with the tribal chief. This is my sport. This is my industry. I'm, I'm built at the highest level. That's where I, I'm comfortable. That's where I operate. And I have been wrestling my entire life. Guys, I placed fifth in the state of Ohio, one of the hardest wrestling states. Did you wrestle? No, you play football. You play football. This is, this, I'm more familiar with this than you are. You've just been in the business, doing it professionally. The only thing that Roman Reigns is going to have to wrestle with in regards to Logan Paul is that Roman Reigns is going to have to wrestle with his conscience in Saudi Arabia for the sheer beating he's going to lay down on Mr. YouTube, Jake Paul's lesser-known little brother, Logan Paul. from the shock when they leave it in the box it's enough to call a medically up stop watch get a lock when i rock let them all just hop the block <laughs> better save your neighbor but your kitties all know the snake and bad as cold for stranger things man stealing some paper but they never call the cops okay. ex-presidential with a blast straight bird never had my own fly miami 
where the bass is dropping. The red lights blink, but you just don't stop. Gotta get that quack, gotta raise them clocks. She popped that top and the cat is blazing. Well, this rap pack is quite flavored. Sammy Davis in a manger. Drinking again is killing the faith in her. Singing and slinging into her labia. Kick drums humming, slaving ya. Split crumbs up, we're baking ya. See, this one's cut your steak and a sick mix above unstable or PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk Sunday edition. Um, I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back. He's very evil. He's very quadruple H evil. He right. is Jeff Lemon. What's up with the tag, dude? Well, it's Smack Talk. We're talking smack about WWE. I have to be more evil than, than Triple H. So I'm triple um, evil quadruple H. What's, what's with the Ferrari headgear there? Mr. I like European car. Very <laughs> uncaged. <laughs> well, I don't mind Formula One. And when it comes to Formula One, I follow Ferrari. We're, we're sponsored by the Dollar Club Wrestling. We're sponsored by the Hameen Media Group and various indie promotions. And we're sponsored by Ferrari as well. Absolutely. We, um, <laughs> we are getting big. We're getting too big for all these brands. I was saying I prefer Japanese cars when it comes to cars. Forget it. I prefer European now. <laughs> European? <laughs> European, if you European. know what I mean. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, Jeff, mm. SmackDown was pretty decent. I actually enjoyed it much better than probably even Raw. I actually thought it was better than even Dynamite. Much better than Raw. Absolutely. And so even better, better than Raw. And definitely better than fucking Rampage, shall we say. Yeah, Rampage wasn't bad. Rampage was just meh. SmackDown was enjoyable. Rampage was just meh. Dynamite, I thought it was a mess, but people seem to at least watch it. Oddly enough, we're probably going to get over a million five weeks in a row, Jeff. Yeah, I think we're going to get a million downloads of this show. Absolutely. Can you believe that shit? For the fifth week in a row, we're going to have over a million people listening to Smack Talk. Yes, we are. And watching, if only. <laughs> but. Oh, am I looking at the wrong Smack Talks demographics? Is that it? Uh, you probably are. Actually, <laughs> speaking of Smack Talk, because we are the original, mind you. Don't worry about that. That'll be fraud of a show called Smack Talk, by the way, yeah. which is a load of shit. We were using. It is a load of shit. We are using that name for <laughs> at least two years before that be at the very least before that be came along and took our thunder but that's all right because we ain't changing names they need to change names do you hear us WWE? do you hear us especially mcdivitt <laughs> you better be listening mcdivitt better be listening put it that way you think probably not but still <laughs> it's worth a try we're oh. in, we're in continents very far away the elite <laughs> logan paul oh my goodness you're right he does have kenny omega like hair <laughs> he kind of does actually funny enough yeah but in a, um in a 21st century way not a 20th century way but you know it's it's in the spectrum well hence why i'm calling myself jimmy elite tonight with a question mark because i did mention it on rampage uncaged where you can find on channelattitude.com but uh it's jimmy elite jeff because after what Michael Cole sort of dropped, yeah, is there a possibility we could be getting the elite in WWE? You keep asking me this. Um, is there a possibility? There's always a possibility, um, and we we have discussed this. But for the for the sake of those morons who don't listen to all of our shows, those <laughs> yeah. Eggers, those jabronis out there, I will say that they put a lot, a lot of investment into Cody. Uh, one of the reasons Cody left was because of the elite. However, was it them as human beings or was it because they were in business together with power, with politicking and power sharing and having titles of EVP and were they management, weren't they management and who was working? Like, is that going to be dispelled just if they're both, they're, they're all locker room people and Cody, you know, clearly right now is the favored son. So, you know, if if the problem was power and the power is equalized, well, can they go back to being friends? I would say on Cody's part, probably so, because he's a professional. I'll say on Omega's part, probably he'll be civil. The Bucks, I don't know. They're, they're kind of like kids. Um, on WWE's part, there's no place else to work. So, you know, maybe it'd be fun to let the, them dangle. But what a coup to have four out of the four EVP's founding fathers of AEW leave Tony Khan, leave that promotion, and join WWE. Though if I was to pick any three people from AEW to to poach, I wouldn't pick those three. I would. I would actually go for them three as because, in my opinion, it'd be the biggest stab in the back 
to AEW right now if you went for them three. Like you said, Jeff, having four of the EVPs on your roster, I don't know, man. I think that's a huge deal. No, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, especially from a um, PR, you know, like a coup, a public perception kind of thing. And imagine the, the how the AEW locker room would feel. Then again, they may be like, we hated those guys. Terrific. Um, and I guess it would make AEW's decision on who to keep. Okay, well, we're going to side with Team Punk now. Pretty easy, but there'd still be the other divisions. I mean, you know, the who, who matters, I don't know. But I, I have to assume that Daniels and Kazarian and the Dark Order and Hangman Page and, you know, that, that whole wing of things, probably the Jungle Boys of the world are probably Team Elite, you know, and... Others, Team Punk, are you know probably the older guys and some of the more pragmatics. I, I don't know. I, I don't. But it's you know it's wrestling, so it's fun. I hope so. But I mean, my understanding is that all those guys are under long term contracts, you know, locked up until either twenty twenty four or thereafter, and you know, so they'd have to be released. And I assume either Tony Khan would have to be amenable to having those contracts bought out, or he might do something like he did with Malachi Black, who gave them. A, lo- a fairly long non-competers report. Oh, by the way, Malachi Black, remember he said that he had to take a break from me- professional wrestling for yeah, mental he's health. taking a break, all right. Yeah, we saw a picture of him at an indie show today. Today. So when, when remember when you all said, I'm mean, Jeff, you're so mean, mental health is real. <laughs> and when I say mental health is new, I need to, I want to spend more time with my family. It's bullshit because it always is or almost always is. Right again, Jeff. I accept all of your apologies. Jabari. You were. And you know what? I'll get that picture just to show all our viewers, for those that are actually watching yeah, us, what's going on there. Because, uh, yeah, what a load of shit. And I mean, we all knew this, really. Jeff, let's be honest. I mean, and for all our listeners and viewers that don't know what I was talking about when I was talking about Jimmy Elite, I'm talking about what Michael Cole said when he made reference to Pro Wrestling Gorilla which is in Rosita, California, which the Bucks and Kenny are known for. They've done a lot of time over there at PWG, so I find that quite interesting that they will do that, which is which kind of feels like another slap to the face. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, what are you up to, man? I'm trying to get La Sakara to come on TV, but she doesn't want to. Well, that's fair enough, Jeff. You always bring her on when, when we all least expect it, which is funny, which is cool. And you always throw me off the show, man. Well, I mean, listen, that's not hard to do. I mean, all I've got to do is go like this. Oh, boy. I almost forgot about that damn doll. You asked about her this morning. Oh, boy. Well, and, let me and, get and that. You, and your partner, Douglas, did too. <laughs> Douglas, you're a character, man. Seriously. Um, let me just bring up, whoops, wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Jimmy's totally non-cheesy car. No, yeah, that was an Australian car called Holden, by uh, the way. Yeah, that's, that's Teddy mm-hmm. Hart's Australian car. No. <laughs> well, anyway, he, he's Malachi Black. And what do you know? Mental health issues? My ass. In, in the ring? Who, who's that? Was that... Was that uh, who's I don't that know. That's a good question. Who know. is that? Who those legs? Like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> fucking <laughs> thin, bro. My arms are bigger than his legs. Who the fuck is that? Anyone in the chat have any clue who the fuck that is? Because he looks like a mini raven to me almost. But not really. It's it's chicken legs Mac Hogan. And what promotion was this? Was this in GCW or 
Well, it says hashtag persevere. Oh, it's prestige. prestige. Down, so obviously very prestigious, as you can see the crowd <laughs> of uh, at least two dozen there. <laughs> Look, yeah, that's true. And it looks like there's absolutely no one on the far left side of the ring. You know, Look at him. He's still, he's still got the black makeup on one side of his face. And it's gotten much bigger. He's still, he's still, he's still living again. Maybe, maybe he really has a face disfigured. <laughs> maybe. Well, he was selling it to the point. I don't know if you noticed, but he went on vacation with his, you know, his wife, yeah. right? And uh, he was even playing it up there while he was on vacation. He was like, you know, one eye was shut and everything. So I mean, this guy lives a gimmick at the very least. And you know well, what? I'm he glad he does. His eyes to the sunlight, so he did get a good look at <laughs> all six of his wife's abs. Fair point. I mean, she does have abs. She's probably got more abs than he does, no doubt. For sure. Well, Jeff, let's get into SmackDown because we've got Logan Paul returning, and um, and and we're coming from uh, the Honda Center in Anaheim, California, formerly the Honda Center. The Honda Center oh, in Anaheim. California, formerly the Arrowhead Pond, and formerly, well, it is the Anaheim Ducks, the Mighty Ducks, formerly the Mighty Ducks, home arena in the NHL. Wow. You know who was yeah. there? Celebrity. De Denise Salcedo was there. Oh, don't get me started on Denise With Salcedo. With Ryan Satin next to each other. Whoa. No way. Way. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's just, that's amazing news, Jeff. I well, I degaff. That's all. I, that's what I'm going to say. I totally degaff to that. But advertised for tonight, Jeff, we got Logan Paul returning to WWE with his media megastar energy. Uh, we got Paul Heyman might also be in the house after promising Roman Reigns that he will handle the YouTube star. And tonight's card also features a fatal four-way rematch to determine the number one contenders for the WWE undisputed tag team titles. Will it be New Day? Will it be the Street Profits? Will it be Los Lethargicos? Or will it be Alpha Academy? Well, we'll Los Lethargicos and Alpha Academy weren't in the match, so... Exactly. They weren't in the match. But that's what was supposed to happen, but it didn't. Swerve. It was a swerve. Absolutely. Well, anyway, we, the show opens up with Logan Paul making his entrance. Commentary recaps his challenge to Roman Reigns. Paul gets on the mic and says he did it again. He has a habit of opening his mouth and saying some stupid stuff. And he says he and Roman on his podcast, and you know what? He opened his mouth about Floyd Mayweather and even the greatest boxer of all time couldn't put him down or pay him. Apparently right. he's working couldn't on that last one. Though. Apparently couldn't they're still working on it. They That's couldn't. That's what he said, still working on it. I guess, there's, I guess we'll find out. I guess the court system uh, will let us enjoy that. I don't believe that. Come on. Do you, do you uh. think that's legit? I don't think he'd say it on TV if it was legit. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe we get uh, Money Mayweather making an appearance in WWE once again. Who knows? Well, maybe, maybe it's lack of Money Mayweather. Oh, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard rumors that he's uh, he's not as rich as he likes to claim he is. Most people know. aren't. Most people well, aren't as rich as you think they are. A lot of people live on credit, and and well, yeah, credit. Yeah, credit. Everybody in the, on this planet probably lives Line on credit. credit, too. store credit, real credit, black card credit. You know, all credit. All, all credit. And the one day the house of cards falls and sometimes they don't die in time and they get caught. And speaking of the house of cards, we had the house of black that definitely fell in AEW. But anyway, 
That's well, for no, another. Only, only part of it. That, but we covered that in, on Uncaged. We did. Five bucks. Check show. us out. Absolutely. Yeah. you got to yeah. pay up for that one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, absolutely. So he issued a challenge to Roman Reigns, and he's taken the liberty of setting up a press conference tomorrow in Nevada, which happened today or yesterday, whenever it was. And if Roman is man enough, he'll show up and meet Logan face to face. Enter Paul Heyman, followed by the rest of the bloodline. He oh, does his usual. We're going to get some Paul on Paul violence. We're going to get some Paul, Paul on Paul violence. Absolutely. He does his usual big intro and gets in the ring to talk to Paul directly. He reaccounts Logan versus Mayweather, but points out that he had a significant height advantage on Floyd. But hey, he wouldn't fight the guy. Logan then threatens Paul Lee and Heyman says he doesn't care about any of Paul's history. He just cares that the guy makes a smart decision and picks a fight with someone else. Logan then waves it off and says he's just having a press conference. What does he think is going to happen? <laughs> and then Roman's probably going to smash him, sure. But if he doesn't, what if Logan Paul lands that one lucky shot on Roman Reigns? Because that's all it takes. And what if he drops a tribal chief like a sack of potatoes? And what if he wins the Universal Championship, Jeff? What if indeed? What if? What if? Is it a possibility? Could we have a shocker? I could see them doing it for some fucking weird reason, man. No. You don't think so? No. Remember, I'm 100% lately. You can call me 200%. And I'll, yeah, and but, I'll but still be undefeated. There. I can. That's true. But I can only stay on my perch also, Jeff. You can, but not on this. Not, this is, is this an official prediction of yours for Crown Jewel? No, 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 not yet, because we've got oh, extreme no. rules coming up next. We'll, yeah, no, we'll talk I, about I, that when the time comes. I, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, though maybe it'd be a time for Tyson Fury to come in and then and Dak oh. Logan Paul or whatever, and they they can See do that. a little wrestling program. Have two celebrities fight two celebrities in the ring, and they'll get my wrestlers involved, but still uh, get the same eyes for the for the company. I can so see that happening. Let's hope that doesn't happen, but uh, you're right. That's that's a possibility. Anyway, um, we get, uh, what's his name? Uh, Solo Sikoa getting up on the apron and Logan offers a bet. He can knock Paul Heyman out and get out of the ring before Solo can even touch him. Is he calling him fat, Jeff? I think he's just saying that he's that fast and Paul is <laughs> that lame. I mean, look, I didn't understand the, this whole setup when you got four Samoans there or, well, Three Samoans and, and Ryu's. <laughs> right. Why they all went to the commentary table instead of each ta each covering one side of the ring? I mean, that that's what you would normally do when you're trying to surround someone. Yeah, uh, you're right. But anyway, we get Sami Zayn getting into the ring and tells Sokoa he has this and he can back down and he loves and respects Heyman. But maybe he's just not the right man for the job. Maybe he should ha handle Logan Paul as Heyman throws his hands up and leaves the ring. Zayn then addresses Logan in a friendly manner and walks towards him and gets popped in the jaw and knocked down. The Usos and Solo have had enough and mm -hmm. they hit the ring and Paul runs away as Ricochet comes out to back Logan Paul up and then we go to our first break. What do you think of the whole segment? Is it cool? Are you intrigued? What do All you think? Right. Here's the conflict. Obviously, I know that this will get noise mainstream media attention of course eyes on the product probably a lot more people will watch crown jewel than otherwise would have on peacock so it's a win for peacock and maybe that's a win enough but this is vince thing 
And if there's one thing that the history of wrestling has told us with celebrities is that the casual eyes, the mainstream audience, never stays. They didn't stay for Tyson. They didn't stay for Liberace. They didn't stay for Ali. <laughs> they didn't stay for Mr. T. They didn't stay for Cindy Lauper. They didn't stay for Bad Bunny. You can go Dennis Rodman, Karl Malone, Kevin Green, Steve McMichael. Go down the list. They don't stay. And they're not going to stay for Logan Paul either. Now, will they come back if he shows up four times a year? Yeah, they'll come back four times a year for that. And in various different numbers. Uh, but he was advertised, and SmackDown did well, but not, at, well, the, the past nationals are in, and the, the actual count is like, but not as well as the week before. So what, what's that tell you? Um, so, you know, I understand that they think this is what's best for business. Is it? I'm not so sure it's debatable, but I understand the thinking of it, but I also remember my history. The other thing is, I find this almost as offensive as Goldberg and Brock Lesnar just walking in saying, I want a title match and I get one. This is every much as stupid as Chris Jericho saying to Claudio, I challenge you for the Ring of Honor title, even though I just lost a major match in the tournament to Chris Jericho, I mean, to um, uh, Brian Danielson, um, and then and then to John Moxie, uh, you know, prior to that. And, you know, and, and then I tapped out to Eddie Kingston a couple times, but I want a title match. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's all the same shit. So I understand it's show business, but all the, the WWE tribalists defending this, trying to say, well, it's what's best for business. You were trying to tell us that sports entertainment is a, isn't sports entertainment, that it, wrestling is wrestling, and this is sports entertaining. And, and so, no, I don't like it, and it isn't going to make me any more likely to watch Crown Jewel. Um, but, you know... Roman's not losing a title. He's not losing in Saudi. He's not losing to Logan Paul. He's not losing to anyone in there. So, <laughs> so I, I guess it better be a celebrity than a wrestler. And they, you know, put Ricochet and Madcap Moss, two guys who definitely need any sort of rub they can get to, to build some momentum there as allies. So, okay, it, it's fine. It's it's not great. I don't like it. I understand it, but I, I don't think it's any stroke of genius. I think it's sort of lazy and dumb well for me i don't mind it only because it's different jeff so it kind of intrigues me because i don't think we even saw this coming so whether you call it lazy i don't know about that i think they well, i saw coming thought about people reported it people were reporting it for three or four weeks so this was you know likely to happen listen, really I'm, i didn't even know about it listen logan paul to his credit has worked his ass off and he's been good in the ring and he's a natural. He looks the part. He talks the part. He acts the part. So I would have no opposition with him beating a couple more heels in a couple matches or mini feuds. And then he gets to Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn is fighting for the honor of the bloodline. And Logan Paul beats him. And once that happens, that's when Roman had enough. And then, then he's got to take him down. He's got to say, you know, Sami, you let me down. That works into the Sami Zayn is on the outs. And Kevin Owens, you know, comes to his rescue. And they reform. And Roman says, I have to fight for the honor of the bloodline now. You've made me do this. I shouldn't have to do this. He's not even a wrestler. And that could I I I could I could get behind that. It doesn't it doesn't take that much to make a wrestling story. This just was too shoehorned in. Fair enough. I mean, and we're just assuming that we're gonna lead to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn getting back together. More than yeah. likely that will happen. But you never know, they could swerve us, but we'll see. They, they could. 
<clears throat> anyway, we go to our first matchup between Ricochet versus Sami Zayn. A uh, decent match, but Ricochet ends up getting the win by pinfall with a shooting star press. Um, it was it was a right match, I guess. It was it was a good match to start the the card, the night off. Well, the sub story here is that Jey Uso kept sort of trying to do interference tactics, and he usually get hit or whatever. Um, but in the end, his interference, and he was he was poised under the bottom rope, sort of like the way Rhea Ripley does, sort of like as a cat about to pounce. And he was there frozen for a while on purpose. And he distracted the referee while Sami Zayn had uh, had Logan Paul in a, in, I'm sorry, Ricochet in a pinning predicament. And it was like a five or six count. So actually Jay Uso cost Sami Zayn the win, which was probably on, pur- on purpose. And, you know, so you've got, you sort of got this division between Jay Uso continuing and Sami Zayn. And the Usos themselves, including Solo Suko and Jey Uso, with Solo sort of being on Sammy's side. Yeah, funny enough. Well, after the match, the Usos and Sokoa look to hit the ring after the match, but Madcap Moss comes running down with a chair to even the odds, and the bloodline ends up backing off. And then we promise some carry and cross content after the break, Jeff. Did they keep their promise? They did, because as we get back from the break... We get more cheesy black and white film grain promo uh, from Killer Cross and Scarlet. He talks about executing Drew McIntyre last week um, and says he never he's never going to let him out get out of the circle of agony he's constructed for him, Jeff. Yeah, he changes the timelines. He does, and I found that he's a little like cheesy, Kang. to be honest. He's he's carrying Kang. Carrying Kang. Do you think they're overdoing his uh, his backstage promos a little bit, Jeff? It's, it's time for him to wrestle. I agree. And I thought we were going to get his debut this week. Wasn't that he got, what they he said got last, week? last week? He killed some, he killed some jabroni. Ah, yeah, but come on. It's not the he same killed, thing. He, he, threw, he killed Drew Gulak. He killed the, the wrong Drew. I know, but it just didn't, you know, I don't know. But anyway, whatever. They, they, should, they, should, they should keep hiring local talent and name them Drew. You know, the first name Drew, <laughs> yeah. the last name Drew. And hey, he beats, that's, that's a good idea. He beats a bunch of Drews. Uh, I like funny, that. They don't, uh, they don't look Drewish. Um, <laughs> they're going to have someone Andrew the Druid I mean. <laughs> Andrew the Druid and then we've got Drew the Druid right the Druid we... <laughs> yeah. Angelo the, the Druid the Druid Prince something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know I'm crazy with this but uh, yeah I, I mean it's okay but I'm sort of tired of cryptic promos I, I really don't know what they mean they're starting to borderline on ultimate warrior territory of <laughs> yes. what talking about um just let him kill some, kill some motherfuckers. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Well, we get Max and Maxine Dupree are in the ring, though, Jeff, for more male model nonsense, or more specifically, a back-to-school collection, as Mace and Mansoor walk the ramp in their short fucking pants, Jeff. In, the, in their the school, hell? in their back-to-school schoolboy outfits. Yeah, that, that, that was, was disturbing, the, bro. The whole, yeah, the whole thing was disturbing. Um... You know that uh, on a related tag team note is that uh, Eric from the new Vicious Viking Raiders has a foot injury and he's out <laughs> again. This will be a again. really good time to, to get rid of the, the Viking Raiders. New old. They've blown medium, it. You know, they're, 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 I mean, th- this guy's been hurt like four times. He's like, he's like the new Bobby Fish. <laughs> good point. And Kyle Raleigh. They're both fucking injury prone in my opinion. But, uh, well, you know what, Jeff? The only thing is, if Vince McMahon was still in control, I would actually agree with you. 
but because he's Triple H and he's the game man, he's going to end up keeping these guys because he signed them up anyway, bro. At some point, he's going to have to start letting some people go. He's got a lot of dead weight, and if you want to replace him with talent, that's fine, but you got a lot of dead weight. You can keep bringing in enhancement talent as you, for your jobber class. I mean, because you're not even using like your Tazawas and your R-Truth as jobbers, so... Uh, you know, or Reggie, uh, you know, at least as far as I can tell. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, the maximum male models, they got attacked from behind by, uh, by really bad, bad guys. Uh, yes, because we get a bra in the back. And as Braun Strowman bowls them both over, he absolutely decimates Mansoor into the ring and then power bombs him. Chad Gable appears on the stage as we get Otis blind signing Strowman as Braun though shrugs him off, no sells it. Chad then attacks, he gets him up, but uh, Otis clobbers him and takes him off balance, slamming Strowman as the Alphas leave, but Roman, uh, Broman, sorry, not, did I just say Broman? I mean, Braun Strowman. pops up, yeah, Strowman, he ends up popping up Undertaker style and tears his shirt off to yell at him, totally no selling it. Um, as Gable holds Otis back and we go to a break again. I like this, but like fucking that. hell. I liked it, but I don't I don't like how you know Strowman totally no sold Otis pretty much. I, yeah, I don't really care for that either. I mean you know, because you have to believe that the guy can hurt you if you challenge him, but I, right. I am looking forward to seeing like a, a Haas fight with like you know, the so biggest baddest Haas and like shortest like the, the shortest, thickest Haas. Yeah, the shortest, biggest Haas against the biggest biggest. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like I see a redwood versus a boulder or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> more like uh, you know. Do you remember marbles? Did you ever play with marbles? Sure. Do you remember the big ones? They used to be called tombolas or some shit like that. Isn't no, that what I they were called? I don't remember. Oh that. well, there would be big marbles that you'd get in the in the package or whatever you want to call it in the pack. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, we would call them tombolas. I don't know what you guys would call them if it's not the same thing or whatnot. But um. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of a marble against, a, but a big marble like a like a big rock, like you said. I like mine against, better. Mine's like yeah, a no, marble, yours is better. Like a like a like a. Like you're a right. You're right. Lintel stone from a dolmen, uh, like a like a Stonehenge upright stone against a giant boulder. Or, but you're sure right. Yeah. I'll give you that. You're definitely right. Well, we come back from commercials. We get a recap of damage control, and when I say control, I'm talking about CTRL, just like on your keyboard not c-o-n like control your narrative narrative anyway not like, not like miss janet jackson control not like that not like janet jackson but anyway we get a recap of damage control winning the tag titles so we then sad. see jojo siwa at ringside Bailey then gets on the mic and Ooh. says she's back what? on smacked it i What's said a jojo siwa and jojo siwa who, who you don't know jojo that? siwa no do you Jeff? Yeah. Hi, Jimmy. You're frozen. Or I'm frozen. Or we're both frozen. Well, audience, I'm going to assume that uh, that I'm not the frozen one. He is the frozen one. It might be the reverse, or we might both be frozen. But no, Damn I don't it. know who Jojo Siwa is. Apparently, it's some TikToker. I don't. Uh, I don't participate in Chinese spyware. So I don't know what a Jojo Siwa is. Do you want me to show you who Jojo Siwa is? Well, I saw who Jojo Siwa was. It was okay, it looked right. look like some Iowa girl. 
Yeah, she knows she looks like uh, JonBenet Ramsey, sort of, just an older version. But JonBenet Ramsey got killed at five, so I know. Else? <laughs> I know. It's not funny, but still, yeah. I don't know. She reminds me of that. But anyway, let's move on because Bailey gets on the bike and she reminds me of back all on... Zargo's neighbors. <laughs> in Iowa, yeah. <laughs> not in Indiana. Shout out and to Indiana. And, and the Indiana too. What's the difference? True. I mean, it's kind of the same shit. It's in the yeah. same sort of vicinity. But anyway, as I was saying, Bailey gets on the mic and says she's back on SmackDown and introduces Dakota Kai and Io Sky as your new tag team champions. They say that means they go where they want and SmackDown is their show now. As Bailey says, they have the power to plow through anyone that steps in their way. Enter Raquel Rodriguez. She says she doesn't see greatness at all. She sees three bullies that hurt her partner and are powerless to stop her from getting revenge. She hits the ring, damage control, run away, and we go to another break. That sets up the matchup between Bailey versus Raquel Rodriguez. And uh, Bailey ends up winning by pinfall with the rose plant. And um, I'm glad to see Bailey back in her actual wrestling attire. Yeah, but but plenty of plenty of interference and shenanigans by her little cronies, which, which was fine. Um, so Raquel Rodriguez still looks strong, but she loses the match. Is Aaliyah only storyline hurt, or is she really hurt? I would say storyline hurt, surely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let people know if I'm disappointed by that. <laughs> so am I. I mean, she's good to look at, but that's about it. Yeah. I know what you're saying, though. No, I agree. I can see where you're coming from. She's never well, gotten anyway. one of my dollars, right? Right, sexy time, <laughs> Kevin Manana? Never gotten one of my dollars. Not yours, but I think she has gotten sexy times dollar before. I'm pretty you sure. You know who got my dollar this week? The rescuer who comes in right now. Who's the rescuer? Well, keep keep reading from the Oh, yes, sorry, yes. You mean the rescuer in the match? Are you talking yeah. about EO Sky? Or no. is it Dakota Kai? No, those were the attackers, not the rescuer. Oh, sorry, Shotty, you're talking about. God damn it. Why did you have to do that? Why? I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mr. Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we in all black with millies. Ball caps and billies. It's all raps for I'd buy that for a dollar. You just so, had to buy one for a dollar, didn't you? So, so I have heard this now 30 times, right? Probably. And every single time when it goes, blah, 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 all black for billies, all. Rock me, Amadeus. Oh, no, I like the song, uh, Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bobolina. you talking about that song? No, I'm talking about Falco, oh. Rocky Amadeus. Oh, and then oh, the verse boy was I off. They apply the apes to the musical, and it's going, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> God damn it. And well, it never gets old. And shout out to 60 Tom Kevin Panetta and the Dollar Club Wrestling Boys because look out October 27th. Look out for Mischief uh, Nights, actually, Jeff. Yeah, Halloween Mischief coming up October 27th. Where in Pennsylvania is this? Uh, in Philly, somewhere. In Philly, the, the city in Philly. Love. Philadelphia. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's where all the boys are from. Good old Philadelphia, the you know the city of brotherly love. 
Will, will it be on Fight TV, BR Live, pay-per-view? <laughs> I, I don't have a clue. It'll definitely be on Dollar Club Wrestling, that's for sure. So go okay, and check them out. You have to go to Dollar Club Wrestling to watch it, or you can go live and buy tickets. It's worth the travel. I guess you can. Absolutely. Anyway, post-match, EO Sky and Bailey attack Rodriguez until Shotzi Blackguard ends up making a save and runs him off as we go to the break. Um, so now Shotzi's, like, you know, inserted into this sort of um storyline whatever you want to call it whatever i know she last we saw she was a heel but you know it's a, her character was sort of like i don't like what's going on here so why would she like this invading party she's a much better wrestler than Aaliyah. she's much better in every way than Aaliyah. she's more interesting she has a character her and raquel rodriguez would actually be i think a good team they'd actually be like a female version of power and glory and everyone knows i've been trying to make a power and glory substitute for years now whether whether it was Lashley and Ricochet, whether <laughs> whether it's almost and Cedric, whether it's Braun and Ricochet or whatever, I, I, I'll take Raquel and and uh, and Shotzi. Just just keep a lead off the goddamn screen. You know, you can put her on the screen. Maybe she can talk. Maybe she can take Corey Gray's version because, or see, because, because apparently he's he's overworked and is tired. Though I don't really see her as having much of a personality. But maybe maybe him and Carmella together equals one person over there. I don't I don't know. Hey, I say Mella's money. Mella is money, and, I, and she's interesting. So, yeah. And Corey, you know, he's, he's okay in Doke. He's okay every now and then, but, I mean, he's not great. But you know who is great? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Ain't he great? Oh, no. He sure is. Not anymore, because he's got no job, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He doesn't need to buy gold all this time. <laughs> yeah, sure he's got exactly. plenty of crypto, too. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Probably all anyway. times he went bankrupt, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know how he is. He's like that cockroach that's called Impact Wrestling. He just will never go away. I know. Jeff Jarrett <laughs> and <laughs> together. Perfect. <laughs> Don't make me do that. J-A-R-R. Anyway, back from commercial, we get a sit-down interview with Ronda Rousey. She says there won't be any controversy this time, and Liv Morgan rolls up to interrupt and talk to Ronda directly. She says she's never met anyone who says words that mean nothing more than Rousey and they bicker over the meaning of all due respect. Right. Well, Rhonda looked at her with squinty eyes, like, "What the hell are you talking about?" That was those were certainly words, and I agree with Rhonda's eyes because so do I. Because <laughs> Liv, that was certainly word salad. Yeah, and who the hell is Liv anyway? But anyway, Liv continues to say she's beat her twice and deserves respect, but instead Rhonda says the same things she's heard her entire career, and she challenges her to an Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules. Rousey then tells her it's her funeral and takes her mic off and then walks away. Yeah, so um, are we to know what the extreme rules and extreme rules are? I mean, I assume it's at least no disqualification, <laughs> but like, shouldn't we know what the stipulation is that she challenged her to? True, that's a good point. But either way, Jeff, I think Liv Morgan has a death wish because if Ronda Rousey loses this match, I'll be flabbergasted. I, I will too, and it makes little sense um it's one of those things they do in aw where the wrong person asks for the wrong kind of stipulation i mean live at least told the story as to why it's like you're, you're never going to respect me no one's going to respect me so here's how i'm going to earn it um okay i mean at least she at least she made a narrative that sort of made sense um but she should have at least picked the stipulation and one that would benefit her so it should have been something like a, a steel cage match because she's quicker and she can climb out faster so it's, so, something oh. that has to do with the, 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 where speed is important. 
even speed, I dare say, Liv ain't got shit on Rousey. Nah, I don't know what to say. Then maybe it should have been like a bra and panty match where, you know, <laughs> shit, where no. cuteness is important. Oh, cuteness. Well, then yeah. Liv will win that one, definitely. Right, but baby, anyway. That, that's the extreme rule. I didn't tell you what Jeez. the extreme was. It's like, uh, <laughs> who, who buys more True. new pictures? <laughs> oh, that's, that's money, pal. That's right. Anyway, Drew McIntyre comes through the crowd and stands on the announce desk. He tells Karrion Cross to grow a set and step, and step up to him. He's so obsessed with time. Time is running out for him, though, and the only countdown he needs to worry about is 3-2-1, lights out. I was actually thinking of the final countdown by Europe, but that's that's for another show. Well, we all learned it costs about $150,000 for license that song. We learned that Apparently from so. Apparently I'm that's so pissed. Line. Right. And that pisses me off because you know how great it would have been for... Brian Danielson to come out to that again. And for I anyone mean, that doesn't know, that's what he used in Ring of Honor and the independent scene. And yeah. man, it went with him to a T, bro. If I, I mean, if only it was only 147.5. If only. Oh, fucking pay up, TK, you tight ass. Come on, man. I mean, so anyway. You got rid of Jake Atlas. I mean, that, that was probably $200,000 knowing the way you paid <laughs> You think? <laughs> Anyway, we go to Gorilla in the Gorilla position. The Usos give Solos to Koa a pep talk and says he's got this and Jay was off his game today. He invites Sammy to ringside and Zane follows him. So he pretty much said bye-bye to the Usos and wants Sammy instead of his own brothers. What's up with that? It's an honorary Uso. Adoption sure. counts the same as biology and law. Absolutely. I agree. No doubt. Anyway, after that, we get Madcap Moss making his entrance as we go to another break. And then we get, we set up for the match between Madcap Moss versus Solo Sokoa for your NXT North American Championship. Like, that's odd, right? I mean, but you cool, know, I guess. When Elias comes back and Rick Boogs come back, it should be Madcap Moss, Elias, and Rick Boogs as a faction. No, please. I was going to say three-man band 2.0. Yeah. Uh, just, just generic muscle guys. We're the expendable generic muscle guys. Jeez, god damn it! GMG, expendable GMG. GMG. <laughs> Jeez, man. Well, anyway, Solosako ends up winning by pinfall. True. Solosako ends up winning by pinfall with a Uranagi to retain his NXT North American Championship. I thought this was a decent oh, match. It was. Yeah, it was fine. It was. It, it, it was a typical solo Sokoa match. It was a typical Madcap Moss match. Both, both of them, both of them, are serviceable, perfectly good wrestlers. I really, I'm starting to really enjoy Solo Sokoa, man. He's he feels like a real big deal in NXT, and it feels like your mainstream audience don't really know him just yet. Which you can see the difference between who watches NXT, obviously, and who watches, you know, SmackDown and Raw for the most part. Oh, but I just feel good. like. Yeah, but when no, you see him with his brothers, there's no mistaking. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I agree. But still, he doesn't really get a, that much of a reaction while on his own. If you know what well, I mean, he's kind of like he's he's more of a grounder and pounder, and you know, he's he's he's, he's very much more of an Umaga type of wrestler than a uh, you know a Kofi Kingston type of wrestlers, and, oh, and clearly, are more clearly. Kofi, Kofi Kingston type wrestlers. Oh, obviously, no, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we go to the next matchup, though, Jeff, because it's your main event. I can't believe we got here so fast. It's the Brawling Brutes, as in Pete Butch Dunn, and Ridge Holland versus Hit Row in Ashanti 
the Adonis and Top Dollar versus Imperium in what, Giovanni do you think the Vinci. Fab was going to be wrestling. <laughs> if only. What's going to happen with B Fab? Actually, is she even going to be part of the women's division? Or I guess not. No, she's not a wrestler. Um, but she maybe looks she like she, you can break it. She's too skinny. Well, she can speak though. She's she's got a good personality. Um, is it just me, or does Hitbro get almost no reaction now? Ever since they came back, ever since the re-debut. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know, man. That's 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 interesting because I haven't paid attention. I do. I pay attention to these things. And because the first time, look, when they made their their debut or re-debut, people went crazy. They got a pop. They did for whatever first reason. Time. They did. After that, but but why? What's the problem? Is it is it because they don't know them? The, the, the next fan base just don't know well, them. Or? I think it's because they gotten them. Because swear, listen, if you saw Ole Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and Aaron Anderson come into the ring in 1984 alone, would you be excited? No. When you saw Danny Birch, Only Lorcan, and Pete Dunne come to the ring in NXT together, did you get excited? No. It took McAfee to be in the front. It took Ric Flair to be in there. They're missing their David Lee Roth. They don't have their Mick Jagger. They don't have their Steven Tyler. They don't have Swerve anymore. They, they need they need their front person. And, and in wrestling, unless it's a really special woman, be fab ain't it. I agree. Yeah, anyway. because No, because they feel like a, a group without their leader. Like, it really feels that way. And... Yeah. Um, I would love to see Swerve back in WWE. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Not anytime soon, anyway. No time soon, unless, you know, my doomsday calamity, you know, for for AEW occurs, Um, which is not impossible. But, uh, yeah, no, they they need something. And and I think Ashante the Adonis, he's just another indie wrestler. I mean, he's just, he's an undersized guy. I mean, frankly, I would have rather, you know, I know that this is a group that came up together, but it's not... I mean, he, there's nothing special about his wrestling skills. I mean, Top yeah, Dollar just, at least was big. He looks big and mean, dude. I think he's got a promising career if they actually do him right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but he needs to be with somebody who's who's special, you know, and you know who can. He's just a big. He's just a big lug, and you know he. You know he's got a few moves, and that's you know. But he's but you know he's not like big like Braun Strowman, where he's all muscled out, and he's and he's not even like a giant fat guy like Tugboat. He's just he's almost like a giant version of Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I was gonna say Kevin Owens, but um, Eddie Kingston's a perfect example, actually. I mean, he obviously has that kind of natural strength that like NFL players have, that even when they don't look that strong, they're really really strong. Right, right. He can lift like three people and walk around the ring, like. You know, obviously, you, you, there's more there than, than what meets the eye, but wrestling is a meets-the-eye kind of business. I agree. That's good. That's well put, actually, man. But I do think Top Dollar's got some sort of charisma about him, though, if you know what I mean. He's probably got the most charisma out of all of them. He does have charisma, but he's also a little bit mean because he's thin-skinned. And unfortunately, with wrestling, too many people are on the internet and they know he's thin-skinned. They know he's blocking people left and right. And that just doesn't scream big tough guy. I know, I that's mean, the I sad I don't part. block people for being mean. I block people for being annoying, if, if even that. Or, or like, you know, if I keep seeing, like, you know, the videos of, like, you know, 
you know, some woman being pummeled by a giant dick, and I'm like, I don't want to get anything like this anymore. I don't want, I don't want anyone to think that this is what I want on my feed, so I block those. <laughs> I can't stand what we call here in Australia soft cocks, bro. That's what he is. He's a soft cock. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I'm just this group is definitely missing something, and I don't know. What can I, I mean, say? He's soft, bro. That's when we need Enzo to be like soft. Cause that's what he is, bro. He's soft and he looks like a big, mean fucking dude. So who else was in this match? So we had Hit Row of oh, the New Day. We had the Brawling Brutes, and 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 who was the fourth team? Um, I'll tell you that in a moment. It was, and let me start again. It was the Brawling Bo- uh, Brutes in Pete Butch Dunn and Ridge Holland versus Hit Row in Ashanti the Adonis and Top Dollar versus Imperium Jeff Giovanni Imperium. Vinci in Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser. Versus the New Day in Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods for the WWE Unified Tag Team Championship number one contenders match. Anyway, uh, we get Butch at it with Kaiser taking him to the floor. Vinci bowls him over. Holland joins the fray. And New Day are Switzerland while Gunther and Sheamus stare each other down. Top Dollar throws Adonis into the crush, but Giovanni cuts him off from a dive of his own. As Woods with a tope con Giro, and we go to a break. And then we come back from commercial as Kaiser with near falls on Dunn, shifting to Dollar and Ridge having a, a husk fight. Kingston and Adonis Kofi takes him out with a Do boom you know what drop. Kaiser means? I don't actually. What does it mean, Jeff? Kaiser is just German for Caesar, like Tsar. Really? Russians for well, Caesar. Yeah. I was going to say, is he? So what is he, Russian? Well, no, he's German. Like Kaiser Wilhelm was the uniter of, of modern day Germany. Okay, but what? But, yeah, but why is Zah? Well, because of Caesar. Caesar is okay. That makes I mean, sense. Every, right? every place wants to be the new Roman Empire, so they adopted the word, and uh, Kaiser is the German, the Bavarianized or Deutschized version, and Deutschized, Bavarianized. Slavicized, Cyrillicized, Russianized, <laughs> Russified, Russified, nice, nice, Russified, absolutely, that's a great one. Yeah. Well, anyway, nevertheless, thank you for the lesson. But we get Imperium working Kingston over as we go to another break. Kingston then fights his way out of Imperium's corner. The path is clear though, Jeff, because back body drop to Kaiser, and he tags Woods in. Xavier and Giovanni then start going at it, rolling elbow from Woods. On a roll connects. He got Adonis and Butch both hooked and takes him out. Xavier with a Russian leg sweep and then a uh, Minichoku driver. No good though because Butch then tags in, running hot, wiping everybody out as palm strikes for top. He runs into a boot as Dollar pops Kofi up and stacks Pete on top of him and onto his shoulders. Catches Woods up from... And then he catches Woods also. And then he marches around the ring carrying all three guys and then shrugs Butch off. And double world's strongest slam on, or should I say slams, on New Day. Ridge tries to, to get top dollar but gets blocked and then a reversal. He gets dollar up and hits the Alabama slam. Nope. Ashanti backing Woods up with forearms. Xavier then gets one of his own and then a super kick tag to Kofi. He, dive, he dives on Dollar as Xavier hits a DDT. Then Kingston flies off the top, diving splash as Butch breaks it up. Then we get a plancher taking him out and Vinci tags in and comes at Kingston. 
Reversing pins, Kofi tunes up the band, but Giovanni cuts him off. We get a spine buster, a penalty kick from Ludwig, tag, Imperial Bomb, and then Holland steals it as the Brawling Brutes win by pinfall with a lateral press from Ridge Holland on Kofi Kingston to become your number one contenders to the WWE Tag Team Championship. And that's the show. Yeah, I thought this was an excellent match. Really well orchestrated, really well choreographed. I bet nobody got hurt. Everybody was where they were supposed to be. It, it didn't look like it was chaotic and confusing. Uh, plenty of action. So uh, sort of a surprising end with the, the team I thought that was least likely to win. Thank God it wasn't the New Day. I mean, you knew it had to be faces that were going to uh, win to, to face and lose to the Usos next but uh, next week. But, yeah, very cool. It was a... Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm glad that we didn't get distracted with uh, Sheamus and um, uh, Gunter, but Gunther. they didn't forget about each other. Um, and listen, this is the kind of match that a team like uh, Hit Row, when they're in and they perform well in, and they did, um, should get over with the smart crowd, which is part of the people who cheer. So, um, you know, th- th- this should help them to start getting some reaction because it, it taught the world that they can wrestle in this kind of context which is sort of what people like sort of like the pinball video game style of wrestling it definitely was that and it was a great match as in it was just a fun match to to end off a pretty decent smackdown probably the show of the week as a matter of fact i would have to say definitely this was a very enjoyable two-hour show i mean you know you listen as you know certainly we nitpick that's what we're supposed to do but this was this was this was a good two-hour show and it was the best show of the week nxt was not up to its usual snuff there was a lot of dead space in that in that one year celebration or commemoration of the 2.0 which is now gone uh dynamite was a bit of a bloody mess rampage just trying to shoot well yeah was just trying to shoehorn four or five new matches into grand slam i mean at least dynamite put the main event in the main event position and that was a good match but up until then it was sort of kookamonga uh, Raw, I thought it was just okay. Uh, so you know, I don't watch Impact. I did watch NWA. It was it sucked. Uh, there's <laughs> no MLW new shows, sixth or seventh week in a row. And uh, uh, I think a new NWA came out this past Friday. I haven't watched that yet, but I, you know, I usually watch it on Monday. I don't know how you do that to yourself, Jeff. Honestly, uh, you know what? Monday there's not a lot of new podcasts that come out that I subscribe to anyway, and so you know. Okay, so regular TV, when you pause it, like sometimes like the picture changes after five minutes and the volume comes back on, which is really annoying when you're doing telephone consultations all day long. (laughs) Um, YouTube doesn't. You can put YouTube on pause for like six hours and it'll stay there. So actually, it's a perfect time to watch it. So if I need these 15 or 20 minute, you know, uh, spurts, there it is. It's right there for me. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, I think we can take it home, man. We just did over an hour. Tell them where they can find you, man. Yo, yo, yo. You can find me. See all these fine places up there. Uh, and I've been told that the PW Hustle does exist. It's just that uh, the uh, the person who uploads the shows has been on vacation for a couple of weeks. So uh, he, he hasn't been doing it. So uh, PW Hustle as well as the PWC and Hami Media Group. And even sometimes on Channel Attitude. Uh, my non- right there is my uh, Twitter handle right there. So you can see it right there. Uh, and my my uh, non Jimmy T wrestling podcast is Hammerlock Hangover. Though the hundredth episode was with Jimmy T, 
because because Steve could not make it to our hundredth episode for like a wedding <laughs> or some stupid shit like that. Um, so the hundredth episode, by the way, just uploaded it. Probably I don't know. Probably after five o'clock Sunday uh, p.m. Eastern time. So check that shit out. There it is, and you you get more Jimmy. Um, and my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom and Garden Views, also on PWC, Hameen, PW Hustle, Wrestling Tube Network. Um, Garden of Doom is like esoteric, ufology, cryptids, zoology, history, alternate history, theosophy. Garden View is more topical, so check those shows out. Something for everyone there. I guarantee you can find something you like. And somewhere out there is a Greek mythology show. <laughs> Jimmy T in it. Jimmy T in it. And he actually knows the shit pretty well. Oh, now you're putting me on the spot, Jeff. But thank you. I appreciate that. Um, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects, as it says right there. Um, also, please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also, channelattitude.com where five bucks you can hear mine and Jeff's take about AW Rampage this week. So check it out for five bucks. Also, Hamid Media Group, the PW Hustle, and the blowoffpod.com. In saying that, though, I'm Jimmy T. He's Evil Dose, Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk Sunday edition right here on the PWC Network. See yous. Give war a chance and stay evil, my friends. is still rattled from the shock when they leave it in the box it's enough to call a medically up stop watch get a lock when i rock let them all just hop the block <laughs> better save your neighbor but your kitties all know the snake and bad is code for stranger things stealing some paper but they never call the cops next presidential with a blast strange bird never had my own flight miami where the basers drop and the red lights blink but you just don't stop gotta get that quack gotta raise them crops she popped that top and the cat is blazing what this rap pack is quite flavored and a manger, drinking again is killing the faith in her, singing and slimming into her labia, kick drums humming, slaving ya, split crumbs up where bacon ya, see this one's cut your steak and a sick mix up of unstable or
something to do with it. I really wish you wouldn't speculate like that, Cole. You're so obsessed with time. Time is running out for you, and the only countdown you need to worry about is three, two, one, lights out. Eo, Sky, Dakota Kai, Bailey, damage control. A three-on-one assault now of Raquel Rodriguez, who, remember, really is on one leg here. And it's Shotzi. And Shotzi taking out Dakota Kai. Wait a minute. Is Shotzi coming to the aid of Raquel? Seems to be the case. Oh, Shotzi, obviously, some respect for Raquel Rodriguez. George Peros.
though. Mansois in a deep, deep trouble here. Well, last time Mansois experienced this, he got stuck in a locker. for dear life. And Sokoa with a kick to Madcap. Again, the distraction by Sami Zayn. Solo Sokoa says that's it. No, the Yuranagi. Spinning solo, cover, it's over. Here is your everywhere, Graves. Imperium trying to make something happen. Double team. This might do it. By Buster. Knee by Kaiser. Tag made. Kaiser's legal. But wait. And there's the elbow uh, the and the power bomb. Ridge Holland just made the tag. That was the Imperial bomb, but Holland made the tag. Ridge is legal. The tree trunk nearly oh! 400 pounds flattened by Strowman, and here comes the master, Chad Gable. Oh, Gable just out of survival alone, trying to attack Braun Strowman. That didn't go too well. I guess they didn't teach that in, a, in his school. Otis now driving Strowman into the corner, and now Otis unloading on the monster among men. Again, Strowman driven into the corner. And Chad Gable directing traffic for the Alpha Academy. Strowman squashed again. Look at this. Look at the power of Otis with a world's strongest slam to Strowman. Strowman's down. Oh. Is he? Well, it was. Nothing that I say is going to make you respect me. So I'm going to have to do what I've done my whole entire career and earn it. But the only way that I can do that is to beat you again. So when I defend my championship against you October 8th at Extreme Rules, I want you in an Extreme Rules match. You want an Extreme Rules match with me. <laughs> it's your funeral. I have taken the liberty of setting up a press conference tomorrow in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Roman Reigns, if you're man enough, you'll show up and meet me face to face. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back with the bloodline in tow. 
All I care about is right now, right here, at this moment, you make the smart decision of picking a fight with someone else. Come on, Paul, you're a promoter. You get this, you know how this works, and I know you know how great this could be. By the way, it's just a press conference. It's just a press conference. What are you guys so afraid of? Because I see a lot of Samoans and one Sami Zayn and one Paul, and I can't understand why you're so afraid. Are you afraid that at the press conference that I might challenge Roman Reigns? And that that challenge would be for the title? Now, assume that happened. You'd assume Roman would probably smash me. And you're probably right. But what if he doesn't? What if I land that one lucky shot on Roman Reigns? Because that's all it takes. One lucky shot, and I drop your tribal chief like a sack of potatoes. Like this. It's like I tell my niggas, keep your eyes on these bitches. They lie to G, a nigga, young, dumb, and getting riches. What the fuck you think a trick is, nigga? Niggas thinking with his dick and then get tricked out all his riches by. Bitch, I made it school you to the rules of the game, middle culture. Think you out at home just cause she let a nigga toss up. It's like a motherfucking prick. She don't give up free conversation, get that bitch on seven digits. What she call ya? That's that little tramp, what's up? And if she hesitate, nigga, hang up, word up. And let that bitch meditate to the dial tone. And call me when you're ready to bone and it's on I'm motherfucking Mac tonight Stay back, stay strapped Cause my raps is tight These fucking punks, I hate to snitch When it gets the grain and the game To be fake ass bitches God damn You can't just hit them niggas with that game And expect them to accept it Girl, you hurt niggas feelings But we gon' kick this shit like this here I can't stand fake ass bitches Lying ass niggas and your punk ass I can't stand fake ass bitches, lying ass niggas in your punk ass snitches. Tommy show these busted suits, boys. Run up on a real motherfucker and get tossed. The game is deep and thicker than a motherfucking Jimmy. Broke hoes running around yelling, Kimmy. I can't stand it. Hoes talking about they got a man. 
Camping up, you sleep on that dick. It's like you can't stand fake ass bitches, lying ass niggas in your punk ass bitches. I can't stand fake ass bitches, lying ass niggas in your punk ass bitches. I can't stand fake ass bitches, lying ass niggas in your punk ass bitches. I can't stand fake ass bitches, lying ass niggas in your punk ass bitches. Oh, you too, nigga. Don't think we ain't talking about your punk ass. You old fake ass nigga. Standing there wearing all them Pendleton's and khakis and all that. You soft as a motherfucking gray. Ain't this a motherfucking bitch? I can see right through your flower ass. Some of these niggas is bitches too, man. I tell you. It's gonna be harder and harder to be a thug in 94. But we gonna do this shit. Y'all take this shit and you play this shit for every single fake ass bitch out there. And there's plenty of them. You probably got one sitting next to you right now. Bobbing his fake ass head to this dope ass shit that he listening to. Fake ass motherfucking bitch. Die in 94. I make this in the nicest way possible, man. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Got a brother off the streets Mr. Lawrence Tucker Sue me, I won't stop Till we get justice For these crooked cops On my block Time wanna full of sissies Tell them all to miss me A bunch of hypocrites Whistling Dixie Good riddance Cause you never should've touched me You cowards knew You couldn't take the pressure I'ma make it soft Trust me Cry when they drop me Can they stop me Trying to sell for me Your copies If I wasn't spitting It'd be prison to death This rap game All we got left So try to comprehend Where we coming from Life is an outlaw Ain't meant for everyone so here we come, recognize how we organize, strategize, now we unify brothers on the rise, and we can't stop. We can't stop our music, once the streets get a hold of it, y'all cannot do it, do it. Should I change for you industry lame? They said they ain't playing our record if they don't get paid. It's all politics. 
politician, polishing dick. Want to, but won't acknowledge the click. Born outlaws, God put us here for this. I pay taxes and I raise my kid. You can't tell me shit. Who the fuck is you to judge us, bitch? Fuck the industry, the streets love us, bitch. From Yonkers to Compton, they filling the laws. From ATL to the jail cells, we gon' ball. With y'all, help or not, I melt your pot. With the military mentality, fell for pop. A big piece of my lonely heart left for y'all. Thug life, foul law, nigga, shit don't stop. It all started from the street, that's why we always gon' eat. Outlaw till they bury me deep, we can't stop. Yo, can't stop our music. Once the streets get a hold of it, y'all cannot do it, do it. I mean, y'all can't stop our music. We plant seeds in the strings and keys, we love our music. music. Nigga, I'm icy like Arista, thinking like Electra, in the scope like in a scope. What if they love us though? Thugging like a Marlboro, death like Russo, so so death like Jermaine Dupree. Death Row records gave some game to me. Plus I'm rough right now, and it ain't hard to see. Gotta get love to run DMC, 'cause if it wasn't for DMC, I wouldn't MC. But y'all ain't gon' stop the shit over here. Evil minded like Big Sight, and I don't care. Plus I rap a lot like that nigga J Prince, and y'all can't stop the checks hit the fence. My ancestors with my checkers Way before they knew what a record was And y'all can't stop what Allah gave us Split the bars before them AKs bust Y'all can't stop our music Once the streets get a hold of it Y'all cannot do it I mean y'all can't stop our music We plant seeds and the strings and keys We love our music Network, what the world is watching and listening to.